a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. It's me, it's me, it's the DOZ, Landon Doan, joining you for another edition of Daz Does Disney. Hope you had a great week. Uh, some of our listeners might be dealing with inclement weather. I'm uh, currently here in lovely Knoxville, Tennessee. It is snowing, and I am currently freaking out how I'm getting to work this morning. But uh, I can't do this by myself, so I am joined, as always, by my co-host, my tag team partner. You know her. You love her. She is the phoenix of the podcasting world. Listen to her on Adventures with Steffers, a.k.a. Adventures with Steffers. She stood in line for 96 hours this week for a figment popcorn bucket. It's Steffers! Steffers, how are we doing this morning, noon, or evening? Don't spit lies. You know damn well I'm staring outside <laughs> at my snow. Oh, you have ground. snow too. All right. Yeah, well, there we go. Right, we yeah. have sleet. We have ice. We have dead trees. We got a cold Gimli. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stop there before I get too dark here in the in the winter of North Carolina. Well, and it's amazing. Uh, she says she's in North Carolina. She is actually still online trying to get a figment popcorn bucket. So I'm stunned and surprised to hear that all of that is happening in the World Showcase in Epcot. That's amazing. Steffers, how many figment popcorn buckets have I mean, you bought this week? You know, they is say it greater it's than eleven? Too. They say that it's two. <laughs> However, I got my IKEA bags ready to go, so I can fit about eight to ten. You think in each? So easy. You can do the math on that one. Easy. easy I mean, I mean, that's that's so. amateur hour taking your IKEA bags. You should have just brought a uh, shopping cart from like Walmart or something into Epcot. I'm sure they would just let you go right through. With that, well, I have a collapsible one that fits in my backpack to go along with my IKEA bag. Oh, there you so go. So really, right. mm -hmm. I have the two IKEA bags, and then I have the rolling cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not, some, a, I'm not uh, an amateur. That's some big brain stuff right there. So, uh, we are joking about it. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh, uh, Epcot's Festival of the Arts, aka Epcot Farts, launched this week. And with the launch of the Festival of the Arts was the uh, much anticipated new hotness of the Figment popcorn bucket. We talked about it last week. Uh, it is adorable. It comes with rainbow popcorn. I guess it tastes like popcorn, but more fun. Uh, and uh, people apparently like Figment people on this podcast they like figment figment is my dude but we saw insane lines this past week for a popcorn bucket granted this podcast host definitely wants a figment popcorn bucket so it's your boy um but the the reports that we got granted this this is twitter and this is coming from Diz Twitter, which, as we all know, is such a lovely, stable place. Uh, six hours. Six hours for a popcorn bucket. Um, Steffers. Yeah. We knew we we knew this was going to be a popular no. item. No. Um, no. But, but people but, hate figment. <laughs> well, well, according to some Disney CEOs, they might think that. But hopefully seeing this outpour for a figment popcorn bucket, you're like, oh, damn, maybe we should do something with this uh, with this beloved character that, you know, we own. Um, uh, and then 
Well, well, first, let's just talk about the response of the popcorn bucket itself, because there is a uh, quote unquote dark side of the moon, so to speak, when it comes to the figment popcorn bucket. There's a dark side. OK, hold on. <laughs> I'm really good at this, Steffers. No, really I... <laughs> y'all have to be local or at least going for a week or two, right? There's no way in heck y'all are waiting between six, seven. I don't even care longer than like 20 minutes for a popcorn bucket where you're standing outside and world showcase. <laughs> let me tell let me paint this in perspective for you guys. I would not wait more than 20 minutes for an ET anything. And y'all sitting there standing outside for figment when y'all could just wait a week or two when nobody cares anymore and then walk right up and buy your figment and walk back. We yeah. are the problem, people. We are the problem. We either want to be the first ones to have it or we have to be like, or we have some like insane notion that these things are going to be sold out. I'm going to tell you right now. If it gets sold out before you're able to buy it, it's the universe telling you you did not need another dust collector on your dang shelf. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to make you pump the brakes on that one because as somebody who definitely wants one of these popcorn buckets, if it does sell out and I don't get the opportunity to buy said figment popcorn bucket or I don't get one, I'm definitely going to be bummed. And unfortunately, you can be bummed. These popcorn buckets in the past, they do have a history of kind of disappearing and going away so i while i'm not advocating people standing in line for six hours especially if this is y'all's family's vacation to epcot and you just so happen to pick that day to be in the world showcase because we also saw uh reports of just lines being insane that day for uh everything around uh Epcot and the World Showcase. I saw a picture of, of, of a line. It's like, oh my God, that's insane. Then I read the caption. This is in Italy for a food booth. It looked like it might as well be a line for for uh for like I don't know, Frozen or uh, Space Mountain or something. It was it was that long. So so the crowds were definitely kind of crazy for the launch of farts. But but I mm, mm, I'm I understand people wanting to get these, but but I'm not going to rain on their parade. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. There are people I am going to rain on their parade, but we're going to get to them in a second. Yeah, of course we are. And honestly, y'all got people to blame if it sells. Okay, this is my thing. You guys will have someone to blame if it sells out. I'm just trying to make you feel better and say that maybe the universe just you know is having a hard time and if it sells out it's really the universe's fault and not your own also disney can clearly see that they're gonna make money off of this dude so if they have some hiding i don't think they're gonna like magically disappear in terms no. of stop selling them i think they're gonna put them out and sell them till also if they were smart they would have said hey this might be very popular. We might want to make a bajillion of these. Hopefully, hopefully they did make a bajillion of these I just mean, based on the response from day one. Seven and a half hours, guys. Come on. Just wait a week. Y'all, y'all, y'all. A week. All right, that's all I got to say. Just wait a week. You know, people, it'll, it'll die down. It'll simmer. You'll be able to live your life <laughs> and have your figment. 
Now, granted, I'm not trying to say, like, I don't have FOMO. Oh, oh hey, girlfriend. I oh. have FOMO. Like, I begged and pleaded someone to buy the ET that has the basket. Like, I get it, people. However, I don't have a trip planned anytime soon. So, you know, your girl needs her ET to cuddle with. Like, it's fine. Just wait till next week, guys. Honestly, if that was your only day going to Epcot, I still probably wouldn't have waited in that line because why would I want to waste valuable? I mean, it's up to you. Y'all do what you want to do, but I would rather ride rides and eat food mm -hmm. than stand yeah. in that line all day. And as we've talked about on this podcast, as we've, as we've talked about on the uh, morning monorail, when you're in the park, your most valuable currency is your time. So if that's what y'all wanted to do, stand in line for hours for a popcorn bucket, Go for it. But but me, staffers, probably probably you, the listener, would probably rather, if we are going to stand in line, it's going to be for something like Soren or to get uh, some awesome poutine fries from, from Canada or something like that. Though I do want to point out, Blog Mickey uh, put out a post at the end of the night of the opening day of the Festival of the Arts, a.k.a. Epcot Farts. Um... There was like maybe, maybe, maybe a five-minute line for the popcorn bucket. And reports are that it didn't sell out at all, despite the fact that there was a line almost all the way to Spaceship Earth to this one stand that was selling the popcorn bucket. Actually, our friend Adam posted on Twitter a very easy way to figure this whole situation out for Disney. When you scan into the park, you got your magic band, you got your, your card, you got something. Um, whenever you scan in, they give you the option. Would you like to purchase this figment popcorn bucket? You can opt in, say yes. All right. Okay. Then we're going to give you a return time. This is when you can head over to this one stand that is selling it and uh, pick up your popcorn bucket, and then you can go enjoy your day in Epcot without having to stand in line for hours for a bucket that holds popcorn. Granted, it's a very cute and adorable bucket, but, you know. Um, hmm. Or they can maybe, you know, sell it other places. Just that, also that, a thought. That would, that would help, and I've, I've also seen some people say they should sell it at shopdisney.com, which would help, but unfortunately, we've Those seen... Those sell out, for yeah, sure. And, 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 and if you introduce the online aspect, uh, you're going to get bots, as we've seen for other uh, hotly anticipated items when it comes to Disney merchandise. I mean, I guess this is a good problem for Disney to have, but at the same time, uh, you have people like uh, scalpers on eBay that turn around and flip it and sell it for a hundred plus dollars. And as I said in the Discord chat that we have, I saw somebody gleefully post, hey, I got mine for $149 plus shipping and handling. Y'all, I, 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 I can't talk to anybody about how to spend their money because I, I I spend way too much money on a whole lot of stuff that I really don't need. But uh, um, 150 bucks for a figment popcorn bucket, especially in this instance, you're feeding into the monster, into the eBay scalpers. If you are listening, go f yourself. 
You gonna bleep that out? Oh hell yeah, I am. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm still gonna say it. Okay, I have a thought on this, and don't be mad at me because I am not condoning this behavior. I just know that the behavior is gonna happen anyway. So, you know, the person that spent 149 dollars on this popcorn bucket is it worth that much money? No, it retails at what 25, 35 dollars. Mm-hmm. However, however, if you factor in. The plane ticket that it would take for them to get there. You know what I mean? Time is money. Money is time. Mm-hmm. They they would technically, I mean, they would get a lot more out if they took the flight and actually bought a ticket to the park. And, 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 and went in Epcot. Enjoy the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think in their head, they're like, oh, I would have had to t- buy a plane ticket and a park ticket anyway. And this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this way, I just get the one thing that I guess I wanted instead of getting the whole park experience because that makes sense. And <laughs> got, I mean, at least they got it. I I heard there was a two two bucket limit. Yeah, that's that's what Disney said. But then we saw on social media there were there were people with as Steffers talked about literal Ikea bags full of uh, those popcorn buckets in both hands. And then I saw another picture of a gentleman uh, with uh, his neck adorned with dozens of popcorn buckets. I know people that scored popcorn buckets. However, I think it literally was like one for themselves. And then they're doing like a giveaway for people who can't like go to the park. And that's awesome. Cool. Very nice of you. I I entered, obviously. <laughs> I just... If I have an eight-hour day or nine-hour day in the park, I can't fathom, stand, especially in Epcot, only because of the blaring Florida sun, especially if you're going all the way to the World Showcase. I mean, all the parks are in Florida, Steffers. Spoiler alert. Even your beloved universe. Yeah, but there's, yeah, but there's no shade. In Epcot, like, you know, it's a lot of like... (laughs) No, no, there's no shade in Animal Kingdom, or so I hear. I mean, (laughs) there's trees. There's trees. There's just a lot of construction walls in Epcot right now. Anyway, I just wouldn't want to waste my day waiting in line. I mean, I know that inevitably you're waiting in line for all the attractions, but like you're waiting in line for seven and a half hours for one thing. Even a freaking virtual queue probably would have been better. Yeah, it, it 1,000% would have been better. Adam uh, uh, from the Mouse and More podcast, uh, totally, when when I saw that, it's like, that's that's a brilliant idea, Disney. You already have the technology. You already have the capability of using virtual queues. Uh, why not implement it for this and other uh, highly anticipated pieces of merchandise so people can, A, get said piece of merchandise and also they can go enjoy themselves in your park and uh more uh probably important to you spend more money because if you're standing in line for hours at a time you're in one place unless you are fortunate enough to have somebody there with you be like okay you save uh our spot in line i'm gonna go to the canada the pavilion and get some awesome poutine fries i apparently i really want poutine fries yeah, you do. But also, I heard people getting flack for that because there's a family of four, six, or a bajillion people, and they're waiting in line, and then half the family goes away to go do other things, and then people are thinking that they're skipping the mm. line, and I'm like, all right. 
Mm. There's so many thoughts that I have right now. <laughs> Obviously, like if that was me and I'm standing in line and then some random people just walked up in front of me to the to the person in front of me, I get it, but no offense, it's not really going to affect yeah. much you're waiting in a seven and a half hour line. Now, mm -hmm. if there was only like two popcorn buckets left at the end of the like I would have been like, dang, I'm mad. The, then you, you would have made committed. social media for a whole different reason because you Correct. would have been trying to fight a family of six, which at that point, uh, may the odds ever be in your favor. Well, I just, <laughs> I just can't, I don't know, man. I even have a limit and y'all know I love ET and I have a limit. And then it's much less than seven and a half hours. Like I just couldn't do it. I have an annual pass to Universal Studios. Steffers is not standing in a line for more than maybe 30 minutes. Maybe 40 minutes for Hagrid's or Velocicoaster because they're awesome. But that's about it. Like, you would not wait seven and a half hours for an attraction. Why are you waiting seven and a half hours for a popcorn bucket? No, no. <laughs> and, and and I I... Hearing those numbers and seeing those lines, I kind of had flashbacks to opening day of Galaxy's Edge when... Um, me, Justin Monrail, and Old Man Frank from uh, Dillo's Diz uh, went down and we did stand in line for uh, the Millennium Falcon. We stood in line for a couple of hours. Uh, wasn't seven. And it, and we didn't stand in line for a popcorn bucket. But I I, I, I understand that that is, that is kind of a, a, a downer story to talk about. Well, on on the one hand, people like Figment. Yay! On the other hand, people are standing in line for what should be a full work day to buy said popcorn bucket. Boo. Correct. So we're 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 going to try and balance this out. We're starting the podcast off with uh, with a little uh, doom and gloom, but in the second segment of said podcast, we're going to talk about stuff that we love about Disney. Because at the end of the day, this is a Walt Disney World podcast, and it, at least for me, hopefully for you, Steffers, there are a lot of things that I love about the Walt Disney World Resort. So we're going to get to that in the second hour. We got some of your responses. I uh, threw out a uh, a a. I was going to call it a bat signal, but maybe it's a mouse signal on uh, on uh, social media last night. Got some responses from that, but we're going to get to that later. We still got a little bit of news to talk about, but understand this podcast, it ain't all doom and gloom. I've, I've, gone, I've, I've gone back and listened to the last couple of episodes, and, and unfortunately, there's been a lot of... Uh, quote-unquote bad news that we have to talk about and some of it does come across as you know uh we don't necessarily enjoy disney at the end of the day like i i have a trip in six weeks scheduled and i am counting down every freaking day until i can get back to the most magical place on earth i love walt disney world so uh at least for i love universal yes steffers we we, we do know that we 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 do know that. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to the positives. We're gonna we're gonna send you off into your Monday morning uh, on a positive note. But first, like I said, there are still some news points that we do need to talk about. Going back to Epcot, and unfortunately, speaking of lines, though I guess this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure officially entered into the non-virtual queue 
option. So we are strictly a standby situation for the rat ride in Epcot. Uh, opening day, we saw lines on social media from Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the France Pavilion all the way out to the International Gateway. And um, that's a long line. But then when you think where Remy's Ratatouille adventure attraction actually is it's in the france pavilion but it's all the way in the back so i mean like that is that is a long line um not necessarily a line that i would stand in for remy's uh it's it's a fine attraction don't know if i would stand in that long of a line but uh disney uh seen the positive We'll call it response to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Uh, it has officially been added to the resort guest early entry attraction lineup for Epcot, which uh, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if, if, if it's coming off of the uh, virtual queue option, it totally should be available for those uh, Walt Disney World Resort Hotel guests for their 30 extra minutes in the theme parks. Wow. Uh... Go Remy. I mean, it makes sense to to add it. I just don't yes. know why they didn't already add it. It just, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. It was. We're it was. Just... It was. It was probably most definitely coming. It's just the fact that it's now officially on the list. That's that's good that. job, Disney. You yeah. did it. Also, before we leave Epcot, because the next one is not in Epcot. If anyone is going to farts and sees Mulan, art, can you holla at your Ooh, girl? There you go. Yeah, That's all. That was, mm -hmm. that was yeah. Holler at Steffers. Hook her up with some uh, Mulan artwork. And if you are actually going to Farts and you see a cool piece of artwork, um, maybe buy it. Uh, give give said artist the slice of the cake, so to speak. But yeah, share it with us uh, on on the social uh, at Does Does Disney at Land Does and at uh, Awesome Buffalo Wild Wing Sauce for Steffers. Um, then uh, just close. <laughs> I'm I'm segueing. Okay. Uh, well, this is also kind of sad and depressing. Okay, anyway, guys, I promise you we'll get positive eventually. Uh, a celebration of Festival of the Lion King, say that 10 times real fast, showtime's <laughs> reduced due to COVID-19 outbreak. Mm. The vid has struck Walt Disney World. Oh, no. uh, COVID-19 is surging through staff for the show, and showtimes have been re reduced as a result, which is tragic. If you, I've seen the OG before the pandemic and it became a celebration of i hear that the celebration of the festival of the lion king is still good yes yes i so I, I i can confirm yes so if you're able to you know catch the show i would uh physically distance and performancing without a face mask oh i see i see i see well you know disney you ain't what's the word uh immortal no that's not the word what's the word immune? it can touch you immune there we Thank go you. i was i was very close you, you um close, yeah i'm gonna run down it's for the week of the or this week so today or yesterday there were five shows today there'll be eight shows so the 18th will have three shows which is very very low mm. the 19th will have seven the 20th and 21st will also have seven, and then the 22nd will be eight shows. So I would just keep looking at the app and on the website to see 
the show times because obviously it's going to vary with these outbreaks and we got to keep those cast members safe and yes. you guys safe. Yes. So stay safe. I mean, we'll, we'll say it at the end of the podcast, but most definitely uh, stay safe, wash your hands, uh, wear a mask uh, and uh, try and uh, dodge the bullet that is COVID. But yeah, this is a bummer because uh, somebody who has seen the festival of the Lion King and then a celebration of the festival of the Lion King, uh, you might've heard me and uh, the Lotus talk about it in that episode that she appeared on uh that was one of her highlights and as somebody who has been fortunate enough to see this show this is one of the highlights of going to animal kingdom in my opinion this is a must do situation if you do find yourself in animal kingdom so uh to hear to hear them uh cutting back on uh showtime's is a bummer, but at the same time, you have to keep your cast safe. And and this this was this was something that kind of was slow rolled out, kind of held back even after Animal Kingdom reopened, uh, specifically for uh, safety issues for the cast members. Uh, we've seen cutbacks in the show itself. Uh, this is kind of an abbreviated version of the Festival of the Lion King because it's now a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King. But nonetheless, uh, I think that Disney is doing the right thing in reducing it even further to keep their cast members and their performers safe. You you have to do that right now. Yep, gotta do it. Just enjoy it and glad that the parks are open in the first place because, you know, there's still a pandemic out there, y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Though uh, though some of us want to pretend that it's, it's it's over. Granted, this is from the same guy that's like, in six weeks, I'm going down to Walt Disney World. Yeah. Uh, I'm still very much aware that, uh, oh, my God, oh, my God, the world is still on fire as I vaguely wave at everything in the background. So, Speaking of fire and warm hugs. That was a good one. I thought. I thought. That was. A- uh, Olaf is back meeting at Disney's Hollywood Studios in a physically distant sighting at Celebrity Spotlight. So you can't really hug him, but you can see him and take a selfie. I'm cool it. with that. I'm Better I'm, than nothing, y'all. Exactly. And much like we talked about with Disney making uh, modifications to a Festival of the Lion King, uh, they're, they're, they're doing what they can as opposed to not giving us anything at all. And the fact that we are getting character meet and greets again, that is a uh, step towards uh, normalcy, or as I am known to say on this podcast, normalcy. So uh, I'm very excited to see Olaf, uh, the quote unquote meet and greet or meet and greet and see, we'll say, uh, Mm, is uh, returning to Hollywood studio. Um, uh, Between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. There we go. Very, very important. Don't show up at six. Otherwise, they'll tell you, Olaf, he's melted for the day. He's out. That's, that, that's, no. But he'll be back for the summer, I hear. No. (laughs) Also, in case you didn't know, Minnie Mouse also meets nearby at Red Carpet Dreams. Um, Olaf and Minnie Mouse are two separate situations, though. So maybe go see both. Yeah, there you go. I'm, again, this is this is another Air. instance of uh, character meet and greets coming back. By the way, Minnie in a, a killer, killer dress for this uh, character meet and greet and see. 
situation. So uh, yeah, definitely we'll work it, on the name. Yeah, yeah. We're hey, I'm I'm not a multi billion dollar co- corporation. I'm just some fat idiot who's who's kind of buzzed right now recording a podcast. So uh, so that 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 really shouldn't fall on me. But uh, um, maybe if I do want to be a multi-billion dollar corporation at someday. I should start my own expo, my own convention. But unfortunately, I don't have those means right now. But Walt Disney World does. And D23, the 2022 iteration, has been announced uh, happening September 9th through the 11th at the Anaheim Convention Center. No shock that it's actually, well, I guess it is somewhat newsworthy that it is actually happening because again vaguely wave at the world in the background burning but they did announce some price points so if you are a gold member one day ticket pricing is going to be 89 dollars for adults 79 for the children uh, if you want to get a three-day pass uh, that's going to be 229 for adults 209 for the kids uh if you are a general member of d23 not a gold member that's going to be 99 dollars for adults 79 for kids and then the three-day option is going to be 279 and 209 for the adults and children respectively and then if you are a hall d23 preferred seating price sounds very fancy uh for gold members exclusive three-day tickets 899 dollars y'all Small price. Well, yeah, but it's for three days, so that's still really expensive. That is still really expensive. Like, like, Wait, I've, what do you get? I've, 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 oh, I've, I've done several of uh, of conventions in the past, but woof, ninety or nine hundred dollars. That's a that's a, a tall, tall price point. Let's let's actually see what you do get for that D twenty three hall preferred seating price. It looks like you just get closer to the main stage. Really? That? Mm. According to this diagram, yes. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's, uh... yeah, preferred seating. Uh, mm. Wow. And uh, and you do have to be a uh, D23 gold member to even be eligible for that. Uh mm. But you know what? Um, I one day I would love to actually attend a D23. I'm always very impressed, very excited with the news that does come out of D23 because if you're a Dis nerd, Disney dork, whatever you want to call us, I, I'm including myself. That's that's where that's where a lot of the big announcements happen every year. Uh, and if you do, I I know we have some listeners who are D23 members and have attended the D23 Expo. Uh, if you have some experiences you want to share with us, let us know what what do you like, what do you don't like. Hit us up on the social. Uh, that 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 will be uh, interesting, at least at least for me to see. But a uh, another interesting aspect that is going to be on display at this year's D23. It's Walt Disney's freaking plane. Yes. The plane that Walt Disney himself flew in, rode out of uh, several areas around America when he was jet-setting, grandstanding, and hot-dogging. The mouse, as it's referred to, has been sitting backstage at the Walt Disney World Resort during a refurbishment where it was completely gutted and then rebuilt. So it's back. And um, very excited to see this on display for uh, D23 expo attendees because uh you know 
they're 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 Disney dorks like us. And 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 who better to appreciate freaking Walt's plane than people like us? Okay, I have issues with this though. Of course you do. Res respectfully, I have issues. Well, no, they gutted it and then rebuilt it, but they changed the paint job. They like, you know, I get like new and fancy, but I kind of think the charm is it being old and. I mean, if it's like falling apart, then obviously like fix it up, but like you could have kept the OG paint, like the OG paint colors instead of the blue because they changed it from like this gold to blue. Mm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Regardless, it's still the guts of Walt's plane. So there you go. Or the but skeleton. Did they use the guts? Yeah, yeah, because they might have actually taken the guts. Okay, so it's the skeleton of Walt's plane. Yeah, all right. Well, then that's still pretty cool. So. Yeah, I, Maybe they'll keep the seat that he sat in because, you know, he probably sat in the same seat. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that yes. Would be uh -huh. cool. Yeah, yeah. We uh, doesn't matter where we are. It could be your home. It could be your work. I was going to say your car, but there's only really one option if you're driving it. We all have our own seats. We all have our own spots. And if it's Walt, unfortunately, it probably has a cigarette burn in said seat. But we're going to end the news portion of this podcast. We're going back to Epcot. We're going to end this segment on a positive because during the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts, aka Epcot Farts, uh, Spaceship Earth debuted a very, very special edition. Um, at mm, uh, uh, when the sun goes down now, uh, with the new, I guess, uh, 50th anniversary celebration lights spaceship earth the Ep the good old epcot ball it comes alive with color so for the festival of the arts um they debuted the muppets singing the rainbow connection and just saying that the hair on my arm standing up i might start crying hashtag save the muppets if you have not watched this video take three-ish minutes out of your day to just sit back and watch it because at least in this podcaster's humble opinion it's uh it's part of that disney magic that that makes me love going to the parks and 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 really wishes disney would do more with the muppets but if this is if this is Okay, I am starting to cry. Uh, if uh, if this is what we're getting from the Muppets, I am so thankful for it. And it's just, it's magic. Please watch this. I will say, I'm not pooping on it, guys. Oh, here she I've comes. had some thoughts. I No, I was going to say, I know I've had some thoughts <laughs> in the past, but like, I'm not pooping on it. Um, What was I going to say? Now I lost my train of thought because Landon wanted to be here, a blubber, blubber of emotion here. Don't body shame me. <laughs> that's flubber that's not that's not the same thing um i've had issues with a lot of the choices that disney has had in the past r.i.p happily ever after mm. still still not over that by the way i think adding the lights to spaceship earth or the epcot ball whatever you want to call it i don't care was a great move and i think that they're actually doing great things with it this included i think they need to do more things like this to help include the rest of you know the diz fam and you know pay homage to the people the little people that don't get enough love in the parks and that's all i'm going to say about that 
I did watch this video sort of before we listened to this, and it's really cute, so go watch it. We were on a crunch time. You want to want me to sit here for five minutes and delay us even longer? All right, then. So calm down. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. It's cool. I don't know. They did a really good job. The timing and the and the execution of it is really well done. So I love the part when Animal say. comes in. That 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 just gave me a big old smile. But ah, uh, yeah. Uh you y'all, the lovely listener. You know, I love the Muppets, Steffers. You know, I love the Muppets too, and uh, I love the good old Epcot ball. So seeing uh, seeing my girl dressed up like this uh, with uh, just an amazing song, amazing show to go with it imagineers you knocked it out of the park when it comes to putting the lights on uh spaceship earth uh it's truly a breathtaking sight um and hopefully honestly i really hope that this is something that they keep for spaceship earth just in perpetuity going forward as long as they own the muppets ip just leave the rainbow connection part of the show for spaceship earth because this i mean uh mm, mm. mm. well That's said. all you can say is, mm. yeah mm-hmm. well said landed well said hi yeah so uh that was the news where uh we started the news segment on kind of a downer we're ending it on a positive note so i want to keep the positivity going forward so hang through the break when we get back we're going to talk about stuff that we love around the walt disney world resort and yes i'm going to hold steffer's feet to the fire i'm going to make her find stuff and admit that she actually does love about the walt disney world resort so keep it locked you're listening to does does disney we'll see you on the other side You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Oh, 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 oh,
Welcome back. This is still Does Does Disney. I'm still the Does. She is still Steffers, and you are still the lovely listener. We just got out of the news segment. Wanted to talk about some positive stuff because I do understand. I have heard you. Uh, there has been some negativity. Let's just say coming out of the house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida. But at the end of the day, this is still the most magical place on earth. Whether that's a tagline, whether you actually believe it, that's just the way it is. And at least for me, I truly do believe that going down to Walt Disney World, maybe not in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, uh, it, it cures what ails you because going down during a pandemic, it might give you what ails you but we're not here to talk about that i staffers want to talk about what makes you smile what do you love about the walt disney world property and uh thankfully some of y'all got at me on the social media that's at does does disney at d-o-z-d-o-e-s and y'all know how to spell disney uh we got some of their answers so i am super excited to read their answers but let's just kick it off Mrs. Negativity, Mrs. Rain on Your Parade, Mrs. Universal herself, Steffers. What do you love about Walt Disney World? I do have answers, and I'm going to preface this by saying most of my answers, or the first answers I'm going to give, do not exist anymore at the Walt Disney World Resort. But I am thankful for the memories that I have mm. with such things. So we're just going to spin it that way. Okay, that's, that's fine. And I do think that memories is a big thing are a big memories, memories be are. a big thing of right, what be. makes Walt yes. Disney World special to us at least to me because I I not not to step on you there their memories in my brain that I will carry with me to my grave that just make me smile and they come from the Walt Disney World Resort correct exactly all right so I'm a big person well this is kind of still a thing I like and honestly, this happens at hotels for me too. So it's kind of like a all encompassing thing, but like the, I guess the lack of a better term, the atmosphere that you get when you're on vacation at like when you either first check into your hotel or like when you first enter the parks, like you breathe in that air and it's just like a different kind of air. <laughs> I know y'all know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but that I will also say illuminations, RIP, happily ever after, RIP. There was something else. Oh, Interventions. R.I.P. R.I.P. Because <laughs> there was East and West. That's why I did it twice. Um, the little picture. What, what were they called? The little stones with the pictures on them. Oh, in front of Epcot. Anymore. Yes. Yeah. Those mm -hmm. things. We used to love those. And I don't know why. But R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> and times like however many there were. There were a lot. And. Crap, there was one more. Hold on, there was more that I had. Well, while you think about that, let me uh, let me actually throw our first social media response. It's a friend of the show, Drunk Stormtrooper, building off we of- have friends? Shockingly, yes. I know people actually listen to this. Uh, um, uh, Drunk Stormtrooper says one of the things that he loves about the Walt Disney World Resort is the resorts itself. You talk about going into the hotels just- breathing in that smell if you've ever been in the polynesian you know exactly exactly what we're talking about and he he includes pictures of the uh, of the grand floridian dressed up at christmas time uh the polynesian speaking of a picture of one of their water slash stone features the uh wilderness lodge 
lit up at night and a art feature of the contemporary just uh ground to floor as far as the eye could see so to speak so yes the resorts are a fantastic thing that i think a lot of people kind of sleep on when it comes to walt disney world itself you can have a fantastic day just doing the resorts i mean on my last trip down to walt disney world i spent an entire day in the polynesian drinking at trader sam's getting one of those fun uh limited edition tiki glasses cup things i didn't even know that was happening but i got one and it was awesome uh eating the wings at kona cafe drinking a drink out of a whole damn pineapple just so much fun and then uh before the pandemic i was able to do a uh monorail uh, monorail bar crawl with justin monorail with the dillos with their friend ali uh around two different bars of the resorts and it is fantastic every resort has something to offer and you don't even need a park ticket for it so definitely check out the resorts love the answer thank you drunk stormtrooper um on that since we kind of touched on restaurants i figured out my last two and honestly now that i'm thinking about this Epcot has played a very big part, at least in my happiest memories of the parks. But my first one is going to be Beer Garden. If you haven't eaten there and you're down with some German food, I would highly recommend eating there. If not, then maybe just stand outside, get some get some caramel corn from the car. I'm not going to even tell you how I pronounce the caramel place, but go to that place. You can mobile order it. And the second thing is, is Spaceship Earth. This is like a two-parter. One is like the ride itself that has always been like the love of my life. But also now that they've added the lights and do the whole light mm. show beacony situation, I just, it takes it to a whole nother level and really, I think, encompasses the whole futuristic thing. Oh, and I just thought of something else Ooh, that might get some hate. Hold on. I'm, I, uh -oh. It was a uh -oh. very big deal for me. I want the Sorcerer Mickey hat back at Hollywood Studios. Hashtag always MGM. Right. <laughs> I love that hat. Oh that was God. honestly my favorite part of going to MGM, other than the great movie ride. But oh, RIP <laughs> the great movie ride. I'm just that, that, all that, these that, things that, that right was there. a top notch ride. Yeah, I'll, I'll give but it. all those things, they may not be here anymore, but they contributed to some of my happiest memories. So we're turning this positive and just thankful that they were able to bring the magic at those moments when they were there. And now there are new things that are able to give me new memories and new magic. Well, and speaking on memories, we, 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 we talked about how memories really are some of the reasons we love the Walt Disney World Resort and the property and, and, and itself. Uh, friend, another friend of the show, yes, Deffers, we have multiple friends, as in upwards of uh jeffers talked about it wasn't necessarily the the movies for disney it was the parks because he was able to go for uh to the parks during fundamental times of his childhood talking sixth ninth 12th grade and it was always with his family too and then again on his honeymoon and early in his marriage and then returned uh, with his kids and parents on a multi-generational trip, which I think is very cool. So, I mean, those those Disney park memories are part of some of the most important moments in his life. And I do think that speaks to the power 
of Disney. And 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 at least for me, they're they're like I said, their memories I'll carry to my grave. And they involve me and my family and my brother going down to Walt Disney World. You talked on Spaceship Earth, my girl, all dressed up now uh, with 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 her lights just looking like a million bucks. Uh, Denise on Twitter, got at Does Does Disney, uh, included a picture of my girl, the good old Epcot ball, Spaceship Earth lit up in all her glory. Absolutely beautiful to watch. And Denise, I cannot disagree with that um i really do hope that that is something that disney continues even past the 50th anniversary doug also weighs in spaceship earth i mean like that like like i know people want to talk about you know cinderella's castle to me well disney world is the iconic indiv- the iconic image at least to me spaceship earth I want to read this from another friend. <laughs> Look at us having friends. We have so many friends. <laughs> this is from Jeffrey. And he wrote, you know that scene in Ratatouille when Anton Ego takes a bite of what Remy prepared for him and immediately flashes back to a childhood memory where he was sad but ha- but made happy again? Walking into MK and Epcot is like that for me. And I think that that is very powerful. And then mm. I'm going to mute, you know, just simmer on that for a little bit. Oh, oh. Unfortunately, I have to keep uh, hosting a podcast. Otherwise, I might simmer on that uh, because, yeah, Jeffrey, that is, uh, mm, that's some powerful stuff, my friend. Ah, uh, yes, just just walking after after you scan into the Magic Kingdom, you walk under where 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 the train used to stop. Hopefully, it comes back at some point, and then you walk out. And you're walking down Main Street, USA, just mm, saying it and thinking about it puts a smile on my face, makes the hair on my arm stand up. And Donna got at us on the socials as well, saying just walking down Main Street in Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom, that's ma- that's what makes her smile. That's what she loves about Disney. She also says hi to my mom and hope she's back on the show sometime soon. Stay tuned because uh, something might be happening with the Madre. Got a couple ideas in the idea pan, but unfortunately, it's my idea pan. So we'll see if it actually uh, comes to pass. Uh, Another person got at us on the social. It is uh, Huntsman. Wants to talk about Bruno because I included a GIF of uh, Encanto uh, where they are placing the plates around the table for uh, while they're singing, we don't talk about Bruno. Sorry, very minuscule spoiler alerts, I suppose. But uh, the uh, this entire movie and the song, we don't talk about Bruno for starters, and then follows up actually, in my humble opinion, I think Disney has been on a new golden age of animation since 2013. And I think they make a really good point. Steffers, listen to this lineup. Frozen, Big Hero 6, Moana, Raya and Canto. Those are five killer movies. I don't know if they hit the same level of, you know, the animation cla- or the animated classics that I grew up on. We're talking Little Mermaid, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, etc. But dang, I mean, that is that is a killer's row right there. Huntsman makes a great point. Disney is cranking out quality content not only in the animated uh realm uh people really dig uh people really 
seem to enjoy the Cruella movie that came out uh, not too long ago. Not to mention MCU is is just cranking it out, doing big things, and Star Wars is there. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Fair. That's 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 not fair. Star Wars is doing really good stuff on the TV side. Movies, come on, y'all. Come on, come on. But at the end of the day, a bad Star Wars movie is kind of like bad pizza. It's better than no pizza. It's better than no Star Wars. Correct. And at least they're trying to like create, or not necessarily create, but expand upon stories that we already are familiar with and kind of just giving light into like a different realm of that character i don't know i dig what they're doing with star wars i don't know why oh and we left out like pixar that. like 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 huntsman mentioned pixar and, and i'm a big stupid idiot that left it out but pixar killing it as well though maybe pixar, maybe very maybe, underrated how can pixar be underrated at this point? it's underrated <laughs> no nope. it's underrated okay All it right. doesn't get the light of day and deserves better all right, that's that that's that's that that is that is fair, especially in a post-frozen world. It does seem like uh, Disney animation is kind of trying to steal uh, steal uh, Pixar's sunshine, not to go all Lynn on everybody. Ah, huh? ah, uh, you remember that one band from the '90s, "Steal My Sunshine," Lynn? I was born it, in '95, so. Oh my God, I'm so old. My bones hurt. Uh, moving on, <laughs> Nick. Okay, he says, I love being together with my family, experiencing the drops on Dumbo, which I haven't been on, so I'm assuming, I don't know. The first ride on Space Mountain is always quality, so I agree with Nick on that. And the late night snacking with my girls, truly magical. Let me tell you, that late night mm. snacking gets me through the days. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and and speaking of my bones hurt, shout out to Space Mountain, because that, that really does make my bones hurt. I really am getting old. Like, like, Staffers, can I be real for you for a second? uh-huh mm -hmm. for just a millisecond um, mm -hmm. um you're old yeah got that well well yeah um i'm actually worried about tron i'm actually worried about guardians because i like roller coasters i just don't know if roller coasters like me anymore this is what i gotta tell you you ready uh-oh <laughs> you said uh-oh maybe wear a back brace and maybe just maybe no, I can't tell you not to do that. Hold on. Let me, let me, I gotta think of a better advice. Drink water, wear a back brace, and don't move on the rides. You'll be oh, fine. Don't move on a roller coaster. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move at all. Awesome. Can't move. All right. Great, great, uh, great advice. Appreciate that, Dr. Steffers. Though, honestly, she's she's more qualified than Joe Rogan or Dr. Oz, it's apparent, uh, appearing to be. Uh, next up, we got Kevin. Actually, actually hung out with Kevin. If you listen to the uh, episode with me and uh, the Lotus, we got to talk about hanging out, riding some rides in Magic Kingdom with Kevin. We, uh, I was able to be on his very first ride of the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, that is something that makes me smile, makes me love the Walt Disney World Resort. We'll get to my answers here in a second, maybe. Probably. Huh. Uh, Kevin says, whenever I'm wearing a Disney merchandise and someone tells me they're going to the parks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as somebody who wears a lot of Disney merch, I can I can relate to that. Uh, he uh, follows up. I often end up exchanging emails with them so I can spread my Disney knowledge with them. And I have like true story in my day job. People will call into the listener line to you know where they should be calling in to uh, talk to Phil on the air. 
No, no, I don't want to talk to Phil. I want to ask you a question. I have a trip coming up for Disney. Can you give me blah, 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 blah? It's like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I absolutely can. And I'm always glad to do so. That, see, stuff like that. Big old dang community. That that also makes me smile. And speaking of the community, this Twitter, come on, be better, y'all. Like, like it, it, at the end of the day, this is a community built on an amusement park. So, so be good. Kissing Gimli. It's fine. It's fine. Next up, we got part of our world of podcasts. Check them out if you want to listen to another. Our friends. Di- exactly. Our friends. If you want to listen to uh, another Disney podcast and quite frankly, probably a much better Disney podcast. No, no, I've listened to it. It's, it's definitely a better Disney podcast. My Epcot mug that I'm drinking coffee out of brings me joy. I'm excited of the future of Epcot and can't wait for the dust to settle on the construction. I will amen you on that as well. Epcot Damn. is my favorite park. I mean, I, I, I know I always start my trips in the Animal Kingdom, but when I go to Epcot, mm, mm, just talking about it, here my arm standing up, makes me smile. And I love every second that I am in Epcot. Cannot wait to see what it looks like in the future. Uh, just, just, just leave living with the land alone. It's a um, I correct. I also just want to say that mugs are the happy little gems of my life that really help me relive <laughs> the magic day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Other than Gimli's cute face. Yeah, other than Gimli with his big old yawn. I, I too have. Uh, developed kind of a collection of disney coffee mugs and much like you when when i get to work in the middle of the night and i go to get that first cup of hot coffee and i look down and it's my expedition everest mug or now my starbucks 50th anniversary i've been there i've been there i've been everywhere man mugs whatever you want to call them just makes me smile be like oh yeah Drinking, drinking out of the animal kingdom today. Mm. There really is a lot to love about Disney. There's, there's I, like, like I understand. I've listened to the last few podcasts. I've gotten your comments. There, there is a lot of negativity out there. But at the end of the day, this is still a very awesome place. We even got some positives out of Steffers. I mean, that's that. That is how magical. Disney is. Sorry, I didn't mean to go all Jeff Goldblum on you there for a second. I mean, speaking of Universal. Oh my God, here we go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Universal is a great park. And I really hate that there are some in this community that, that kind of view it as a one or the other, or it's Disney versus Universal. Instead wow. of that mindset, Disney and Universal, y'all, and SeaWorld. Sea, SeaWorld's cool. SeaWorld has really, SeaWorld, the Bush Gardens, they have very good food. Bush Gardens, yeah. Y'all, come on. Yeah, the food there is very good. I highly recommend checking out, like, they they have a food and wine festival, too. Like, if it's not your cup of tea, like, in terms of rides and stuff, fine. But, like, check it out for the ambiance, man. It's also cheaper than all of the parks put together, I think. So, so, just keep Mm -hmm. that in mind. There's a reason for that, but, like... They have they have some like good things there. Also, penguins. Hello, can we talk about the penguins? They are cute. Mm-hmm. They walk around and, and 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 they do this motion. And I just realized it's an audio podcast and nobody can see me do a penguin dance. So I'm gonna stop doing it. But yeah, it's like at the end of the day, this is 
an amusement park, y'all. Amuse yourself. Have fun because life life is way too damn short. And 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 I apologize for swearing, but that's 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 just the way it is. So if you can have a moment of joy, a a brief moment of joy, even if it is that, whether it's something like going to Nomad Lounge and sitting down and drinking a kungaloosh and having dim ribs, whether it's standing in line, maybe much longer than you should have, but still that moment when your butt hits the seat and the lap bar comes down and you know, guess what? It is time to rise against the resistance. Whether it's sitting back and breathing in the fumes on Spaceship Earth as you smell Rome burn. That's a very weird thing to say for a positive, but you know, that's just that's just the way it is. Um, find whatever you can in life. Find whatever you can in Disney that makes you smile. Or Universal. Or Universal. Shout out to the Jaws ride. I still miss you. <laughs> to this day, Time Hop yesterday showed me two years ago, I got uh, Funko Pops. Apparently, I am a total Funko pop collector at this point because uh two years ago today i got a pop of uh brody i got a pop of um hopper i got a pop of quint and of course i got a pop of the big girl herself aka bruce aka jaws so love me some jaws really hate that it's gone from universal also if if we're uh, going back in time no pun intended i miss you Back to the Future ride, um, but oh, what else do I like at Disney? Like, I'm I'm gonna echo what Donna said. Just that feeling of walking down Main Street USA, seeing Cinderella's castle, whether it has 50th anniversary decorations, whether it's just Cinderella's castle, whether it's a cake or not, I I don't care because I look at it. It's like okay, at least for a few hours, everything's gonna be okay because that's that's the Disney bubble. And that's that's another thing that I love about going down to the Walt Disney World Resort is you walk into there, everything else is kept on the outside. Though, now that uh, the Magical Express is no longer there, that the uh, Disney bubble kind of got uh, just slightly smaller. But we'll talk about that at a later date. Um, mm. I just, I just like Disney, y'all. And and with so much negativity, with so much uncertainty going on in this world, the one thing I know is, like I said, six weeks from now, I'm going to be in the most magical place on earth. And that gives me something to look forward to. That also makes me smile. You make me smile. Oh, Steffers, you you too make me smile. I feel like if I keep going, I'm just gonna like like five minutes from now, it's gonna be a mask of tears, and we're all gonna like like it's gonna be an emo mosh pit. I thought I was gonna be emo, but like you really took the reins on this one, man. Really, I, really took it to a whole emo level. Like, should we start playing Paramore and uh, <laughs> Simple Plan and Good Charlotte? And I've actually already fired up my live journal, and I'm listening to Evanescence right now. So uh, wake me up inside. Um. You know, there's, I mean, like I said, there's, there's just so much crap in this world. And, and, and unfortunately part of the Disney community kind of 
builds on said crap. So I just, at least, at, le- at least for this podcast, I wanted, I wanted to be positive because at the end of the day, like I said, this is an amusement park, and at the end of the day, this is still something that I love, and I love y'all for coming along for the ride, and 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 I love I, I love Steffers for coming along for the ride too. So um, uh, before this does turn into an emo mosh pit, Steffers, let's just go ahead and hit some plugs. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to turn into an emo mosh pit because Gimli stole my thunder by barking the entire time. <laughs> um, we're recording this episode on a very special day for me. So, and by special, I mean a mosh, but you know, that's fine. So I just want to say thank you to Landon for being a distraction for today, which is great. And all my friends who, you know, who you are, what you did and who you are, whatever. Thanks. Um, if you want to know more about why this is a special day, I'm going to go ahead and plug myself so that it doesn't turn into an emo mosh pit again. Um, I'm Adventures with Steffers on Instagram and TikTok. I do have some uh, creator goals for this year. So if you guys want to help me reach those goals, I won't tell you what they are because then, you know, it's not a surprise when I hit them. So yeah, Adventures with Steffers, Instagram and TikTok. Avengers with Steffers t-shirt, maybe? Design coming soon, hopefully, oh. at Angie. Mm. No, maybe. It has um, to happen. No, no, it is. I just don't know when. Um, yes. On Twitter, AsianZing95. On Twitch, I'm streaming on Twitch now. You can catch me in all my Fortnite, Life is Strange, and Animal Crossing glory. Um, AsianZing95 on there as well. If you want to give me a follow, that'd be cool. If you want to sub, that'd also be cool. Um, AdventuresWithStuffers.com is my website and Adventures with Stuffers is my podcast as well. You can listen to it on the website I just gave you. I also have a blog where I write a bunch of emosh and maybe not so emosh posts about theme parks because I'm awesome and you're awesome and we're all just awesome people. Um, I know this whole episode is about Disney, but Universal's great. Universal gets me through the day <laughs> and... Universal is the light of my life, and so is Gimli. So I thought are. ET was the light of your life. I honestly just looked at ET and I said, "Crap, I forgot uh-huh. ET." But yep. here mm-hmm. we are. Do you see how the lights are shining? You guys can't see it, but you know, because it's an <laughs> Again, audio podcast. Audio podcast, yeah. <laughs> but the lights behind ET right now are just Chef's kiss. So here you, we are. You do have an impressive uh, setup. I will give you that, Steffers. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm very jealous, and at some point in the future, I might be uh, hitting you up for uh, it, for it. Well, well, because you're my friend, but also I'm going to be hitting you up for uh, advice on uh, setting up uh, my desk. Because the office one day. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the office one day coming in uh, October of 2027, uh, based on just how things are going. And also, I'm. I've had a wild hair in my ass. I've been thinking about getting in the Twitch game because, you know, who, like, like you know what the internet needs more of? Fat, weird, bearded guys talking into the internet. And by God, I am there to fill that void. I mean, I can say a bunch of adjectives for me. I'm going to not, though, but bearded <laughs> that, whatever you just said, but me, like, same, so... 
Yeah, Stafford doesn't have a beard. I, I know this is an audio podcast, but I want to emphasize, much like she doesn't have an OnlyFans, she also does not have a beard. Wait. Cannot confirm nor <laughs> deny said things on this podcast. So. <laughs> and Steffers, I know what today is. So uh, thank you for coming along for the ride and uh, salute my friend. Uh, follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also appear on The Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, News Talk 98.7.com, also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well and you know what screw it and because i forgot to cancel my auto renewal i'm gonna plug it once again buttmunchchips.com buttmunchchips sit on your butt and munch ah steffers you are now officially a part of the family that's where you can find some really really outdated crap that i've done in the past we're talking going as far back as college radio we're talking interviews with the cast of aqua teen hunger force venture brothers uh um sounders i did for uh the radio station i used to work at when i was in college uh 88.3 wmts uh shout out murfreesboro um and uh i think that's it staffers we forget anything other than people not getting us figment popcorn buckets, we're actually um, we're actually recording this in line for a figment popcorn yeah, yeah. bucket. Yeah, spoiler alert, guys. You, yeah, you yeah. Sorry, know, uh, sorry to break the fourth wall, but yeah, yeah. We we've been in the world showcase this entire time. Could you imagine? We could have like recorded like seven episodes. We could have banked so much content. I mean, 100%. But um, I don't think we forgot anything other than be nice to cast and team members and um, be kind to yourself and each other and hug your animals unless they're barking at you. Then maybe don't and wait until they're done because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, Gimli has that issue. So, yeah, yeah. What, what she said, thank a cast member, thank a team member, Disney and Universal. Pay, pay, pay them a living wage because we just, we just had a whole damn segment about, sorry, I really need to cut down on the swear. And I understand this is a clean <laughs> podcast. Um, also, uh, breaking the fourth wall, I've been drinking red wine this entire time. Um, pay your team members and cast members a living wage because we, we just had a whole segment talking about what we love about Disney. But at the end of the day, what we actually really love about Disney and Universal is the cast members, is the team members, because they are the ones that make the magic happen. Be decent to each other. Costs you nothing to be nice, and you don't know what the other person is going through. And take care of your mental health. And eat cake. And eat and cake. ice cream. That, that, that will also help your mental health. Uh... Maybe not your physical health, but definitely your mental health. <laughs> That's okay. Just take a walk after and it'll cancel out. You'll be fine. There you go. Or 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 uh I I've, I've actually thought about buying a, a PlayStation VR so I can play Beat Saber. Uh, apparently that's that's uh, Yo, that's hard. I know. I But hear- also very like, you know, active. Exactly. I don't know why I'm doing a, gestures. A good work. <laughs> Again, it's an audio podcast. They can't see that stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Could you imagine if we were on YouTube with this stuff, man? <laughs> hey, maybe one day we'll set up a Patreon or an OnlyFans, or I'll I'll spin off my uh, Landon. Sex- you're not you're not gonna expose. We're, we're not exposing that stuff right now. No, no. Come I'm actually I'm actually going to announce. I'm starting the sexy Quaker Oats guy uh, OnlyFans that uh that people oh, not yes. peoples people as in singular, has been clamoring for. So, uh, yeah, no, no, that's actually not happening. So for staffers, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Dawes Does Disney. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, I'm stealing your line, Jay, sorry. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll see you back next week. It really means a lot that y'all listen, that y'all have come along for the ride. And thank you, staffers, for also coming along for the ride. I'm here always for the ride, the waves, and things that... You've been great. We've been Does Does Disney. We'll see you next Monday. Have a great week, and take care of yourself. Oh, sir. <laughs> oh, we got a G-Man appearance. appearance. Yep. You have a blanket on him, wrapped around him, like a like a little doggy burrito. Staffers, you're muted. Stafford, no. I know. All right. Hi. Yes, he's in a doggy burrito because it's cold and it's snowy and he deserves the best and only the best. That's 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 the most adorable burrito I've ever seen. Pot calling the kettle <gasps> thing. Oh, hi, Zoe. How we doing? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it, it, it's a menagerie oh. on this episode of Just <laughs> Disney. Um, My I, pet I, duck I'm... is going to make an appearance here in a minute. Oh, I didn't know you had a pet duck. Neither did I. That's how many animals are on this episode of Dust Dust Disney. (laughs) You only have to bleep out one thing, though, compared to like, this has been figment. So, (laughs) Well, now I have to bleep out two things because I just found our secret sound. (laughs) 